So our reporter Ruzani Chivase has been covering the border area, including the illegal crossings by Zimbabweans and also the trade boom in Musina. He now joins us on the line to talk about uh, these issues. Ruzani, thank you and uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Asanda, to our listeners. And we understand you're on your way actually to the border right now. I mean, this is something that happens a lot of times during this. The scenes are not uh, unusual during this busy festive season. We've seen this before. Why are we still, you know, having this particular issue? Uh, As much as, you know, uh, transport spokesperson saying that they'll implement new plans, why were they not implemented sooner? Yeah, say that again. The past uh, three years, things were better. But I guess now, Due to the pandemic, uh, it, 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 it uh, compromised the efficiency of the border management and the traffic management on the road. Uh, we just passed Hendrik Verwood Tunnel on the N1, actually straight heading towards the Boba Toll Plaza to the border. The, 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 the roads are, are packed. Uh, people are going home for Christmas holidays. But I guess now, due to COVID, uh, it, it caught them off guard, uh, especially around the border. Uh, uh, you are right, correct. You correctly said, but uh, every year the, the, the border becomes just uh, packed, but not uh, in the market that I was seeing this year. We we try to find out, find answers for it. What is the problem? Because the congestion started around November. They were congested. The, the border was congested with trucks, which 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 were which were crossing into Zimbabwe. Now that the, by then the borders were only open for 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 for, for, for commercial trucks, but for ordinary travellers were not allowed due to the, the restrictions, COVID restrictions. Now after the, the president announced that the borders can open now, many people are driving from as far as Cape Town all over the country, heading home. Some are different directions, but the majority of them, I think, they're going. They're heading to Zimbabwe. And that's the reason why the border is packed. Now this is a mixture of problems. There are trucks, there are small vehicles. Everybody wants to go home. With the curfew now, Sandra, now it makes the situation worse because you remember this mm. border used it, it operates it used to operate on a 24-hour basis. Now with the curfew which kicks in at 11 o'clock every every night, it means the border can't open. It can't work. People can't cross. It means those people who were on the road who were already around the border or in the N1 around Musina, they have to sleep in their cars waiting for the border to open the following day and by so doing it means the queues will be increasing will be increasing this morning at around five o'clock when we called the authorities they said the queues of the vehicles waiting to go through have stretched to as far as musina town which is about 14 to 13 kilometers so that will tell you that the problem is huge it's very very serious and that is a question we need to pose because it is a 24-hour post normally. Now with this curfew, as you say, it exacerbates the situations. It will be interesting to know why there would be this in this particular time. Also the fact that there seems to be a shortage of staff. As you say, majority go, is going to Zimbabwe, but we know that uh, this is this border also is for those going to Zambia, to Mozambique, and, and to Malawi as well. This is something that surely uh, transport officials should have taken into consideration. In fact, Zanda, every year during this time of uh, the year, there are uh, personnel from around the country, traffic of their personnel, police, and home affairs, and customs. I'm told even this year it is the case. They have increased personnel. They have increased uh, service points. They have dedicated lines for, for small cars and the staff. 
But because of that problem that we mentioned earlier on, you remember now, you, you know now that people have to present their COVID-19 negative results. It's another process. It's another process. So that, I think, is adding up and piling up to the problem that we're seeing now on the roads and around the, the, the Musina and the border. That's also another issue, as you say. I mean, the, that COVID-19 certificate needs to be presented, but it also needs to be no older than 72 hours. And now the challenge is those travelers who are stuck there because of the delays. That, that uh, certificate is going to end up expiring. They, they, they did raise that as travelers to say this thing is working against the government's plan because you said it, should be, it shouldn't be more than 48 hours. Now we are spending days, three days here at the border. We, we were waiting for, yesterday when we talked to the, the Department of Transport, they indicated that the Minister of Home Affairs, will, will, Home Affairs will soon make an announcement. I don't know what kind of announcement, what plan. They, they, they said they have uh, coming with another strategy. We, mm. we yet to see what strategy are they going to, to, to employ now. Uh, we, we are told that the head of, uh, director of Home Affairs for, for, for ports of entry, uh, Stephen Farnias, is around the border as we are speaking now. We were trying to get in touch with them to get what what plans are they to are they going to bring? Because this is also affecting the staff members who are supposed to be working at the border. Mm. For them to reach the border from Messina, which is ten kilometers, it takes them it's taking them hours because you find that the border, the entire road, the N1, both lanes are are, are, are blocked by these trucks and, and small vehicles. I'm just I've just learned now that if you want to go to the border now, you should go through some farms, uh, you know, leave the N1, drive through some farms. Uh, that's what the staff members are doing in order to go to, to work. I ju- we just hope that maybe government will come with another plan. I don't know what kind of plans we'll hear when we talk to Home Affairs as to what plans are they going to, to employ this time around. It's definitely frustrating, which reminds me, you know, of uh, the scenario even in the UK of the Dover port, uh, the bridge there between the UK and France, where there's also kind of similar images that we can see of truck drivers being stuck uh, in the borders, not being able to go through. The, the, this is deadly also, though, besides the financial implications and the frustration, the health implications, because travelers are mingling, there's, uh, you know, a little sign of social distancing, and there's no running water. Her, hearing yesterday about reports of a woman who died at the border, uh, that's news reports, and then hearing from uh, accounts from the actual uh, travelers saying, no, but actually two more women even died uh, some few days earlier. What do you know about the number of fatalities? We don't have an exact number of fatalities. We try to ask from the authorities. They are only telling us about one, but we, 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 we also had those allegations that, in fact, there are more than three people who died since December, but those are still have to be proven by the authorities. You, you could you could imagine that the, the temperature here like today is 37 degrees. 37 degrees here around the border is not the 37 degrees that you feel when you are in Jobek or we uh, are around here hot. People are spending days, hours mm. in the queue, in their buses. In the you can imagine some of the buses don't even have aircon aircon conditions. You know, some people are sick. Some 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 vehicles which are here are, are mortuary vehicles which are transporting bodies to be buried in Zimbabwe. So they could imagine uh, uh, they can't go through, even though traffic authorities have arrangements that if a person is transporting a body, they should make arrangements with traffic authorities. They will make a plan to make them uh, jump the queue. But they, they road at some times, at times the entire road is closed. There's nothing that they can do. So it, it's a problem. As we're speaking now, there are people who are using the, 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 the who are illegally jumping the border. Because they're saying this going through the river, jumping illegally, 
is better than waiting trending days here. And that has been a problem that we've been reporting about all these years about the porous border. The the border fence which was erected, which is not helping anything. Soldiers are there, police are there, you know, but mm. there's nothing much that they can do because at some stage there's no fence at all. So even if the soldier is there with his R4 or whatever, R5, there's nothing that he can do because there's no fence. And these people are saying, I'm just coming here to Musina to buy basic food. And, and after hours, after some hours, I'll, I'll, I'll walk back. So it has been a daily occurrence here. Some, you know, jumping the river, the crocodile infested river. Mm. But when a person is hungry, you, you know, anything is possible. They, they are doing that. They're jumping the fence. Soldiers are there, armed soldiers. They're crossing the, the crocodile infested river and you know, it's a mangled most, yeah. You know, this is what you call a disaster, officially, honestly. Uh, and uh, we'll just keep getting updates, I guess, then from you, uh, Ruzani. Please do travel safe uh, there. And uh, we're just going to play a voice note on this very particular uh, topic as well, just to wrap it up. Uh, Ruzani Chivaze is SABC reporter in Limpopo.